the following podcast is being pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. Um, this is specifically to discuss the East Regional Tournament and that had, took place in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, before we begin, I would like to say that we will have a follow-up here and another episode or a couple episodes or so with special guest BB Aaron. And her boyfriend, Ryan, as we were rooming together and decided to uh, record and also talk about other stuff. So that, that will be pending. So if you hear more about the East Regional Tournament aside from this podcast, that is why. Um, let us start off by saying that, you know, the Columbus Jackaroos were, you know, heading the rally, you know, to face... Uh, there was there were six other teams. Uh, Baltimore, Washington took an A and a B squad. Uh, New York City, you know, the, the New York Magpies ranked second in the country. Came down. Boston uh, Demons came down too. And we had the local uh, North Carolina Tigers, as well as the Philadelphia Hawks, that were also present um, for the tournament. Uh, basically. It was broken down into two divisions, Division One and Division Two. As I've mentioned previously, the main difference between the divisions is just how many you play aside. Um, so Division One, eighteen aside; Division Two, sixteen aside. Uh, Division One was basically Columbus, Boston, New York, and Baltimore, Washington, A, in a pool of four, and in Division Two, in the pool of three, Philadelphia. North Carolina and uh, Baltimore, Washington B. So, I would just like to start off by saying that, you know, overall, I did not have a fun weekend. I was a supposed to bring a plus one and got ditched, unfortunately. Uh, you know, we had a little disagreement for lack of a better term. I will not go into details about what exactly because that again will come at a later podcast. But let's just say that, you know, I ended up having to drive myself alone uh, to the tournament, which, you know, I don't mind driving with people or driving by myself. I mean, there's no no real big difference. The main thing is, you know, when you carpool with other teammates, 
you split the cost. So overall, like, you know, I would have probably gotten a cheaper hotel and, you know, we would have split gas four ways. But, you know, because I was driving by myself, well, that all fell on, you know, my hands, which was going to be the plan to begin with anyways. So not not big of a difference. But due to the disagreement, I had to leave a full hour, hour and a half later and was caught in the middle of the storm that hit, you know, the, the rain was terrible all the way from OU because, you know, I took 33 to 77. OU all the way till getting into North Carolina uh, was nothing but pouring rain and my car, you know, Samantha needs new tires so obviously going through the mountains of West Virginia and Virginia I had to go slower so I averaged 45-50 miles an hour which added an extra hour and a half to my overall travel time so when I got there you know, I had a hotel booked through Hotel Engine which partners with my work to get us cheaper hotels. And uh, it turns out that when I got there, like around 1, 1.30 in the morning, uh, the hotel, which ended up being the Roadway Inn, was my f- I've seen Roadway Inns, you know, during my travels. It was my first time experiencing, you know, staying with the Roadway Inn. Well, it turns out that they gave away my room. Apparently, there was a Jehovah's Witness convention in town, uh, in Winston-Salem, which is where I decided to stay. And um, they gave away my room without telling me. Now, the, 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 the shitty part was, when I got there, there was a couple in front of me, and I literally watched the guy give them a room, and then he, t- he tells me that the rooms are all sold out, they were overbooked. I'm like, well, why did you just give them a room if mine was supposedly reserved beyond, way before that? Well, I'm sorry, I just started my shift, blah, 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 but we didn't charge you. Uh, yeah, you did. Hotel Engine charged me, and I showed him on my phone, you know, my bank statements. Like, I got charged the 38 bucks for the room. Oh, well, Hotel Engine charged you. We didn't, so you're going to have to take it up with them. So, I mean, I'm tired. I'm cranky. I almost died three times, you know, hydroplaning on the, in the mountains with the car. And um, hearing this, I'm obviously furious, so I just, you know start uh, calling Hotel Engine and, and going off on them. They refunded my money and they're like, okay, well, do you want us to put you somewhere else? I'm like, okay, fine. So they found this other place in Greensboro, which is about 20 minutes down the road, heading towards Raleigh uh, at the Days Inn. I'm like, okay, all right, we'll get, well, how much is it going to cost me? A hundred bucks. Non-smoking room, no big deal for tonight, right? Yes. Okay. So I head that way. The, um, I get there and the lady's telling me, whoa, I don't know why they said, you know, non-smoking. We only have smoking left. I'm like, look, no big deal. I'm just going to crash for a few hours. Give me what you got. Well, because you're not getting the room, we're going to charge you 80 instead of 100. I'm like, oh, how generous of you. Okay, whatever. I get to the room. There's piss stains on the door, on the outside door of the room. Which, okay, all right, whatever. I get in. The bed's unmade. And if those were the only two issues, I would have left it at that and just crashed. But the outlets weren't working and the room smelled, reeked of smoke to the point where I thought I was going to die of secondhand smoking unless I opened the door all night and aired it out, which, you know, I don't want my shit getting stolen or me getting raped in the middle of the night at the hotel. So I went back to the lobby and I'm like, look, guys, just refund me my money. This is ridiculous. I took pictures, showed them. Hey, no, this, this, no, 
they can't be. Oh, we're so sorry. I'm like, look, I'm done with this, whatever. So then I got back in the car, drove towards Rally, and I remembered there was a rest area right where 85 and 40 split because, you know, I did a marathon earlier in the year in Cary, North Carolina, Tobacco Trail. So I remembered there was a rest area, so I just drove there, basically slept in my car because, I, I mean, I'd rather sleep in my car for, at this point, three hours than in a smoke-infested hotel room where I can get raped. So... Stayed there three hours, set my alarm, woke up at seven and drove the rest of the way, you know, to get to the game. Uh, you know, it was at Miller Fields in North Carolina State uh, for the games. So, you know, I get there, you know, 845, Clyde had told us to get there at that time. Um, everybody gets there, you know, and our first game is against Boston. So, you know, we're, we want redemption for the 125 to three beatdown. Uh, and we got it. We, we played extremely well, you know. The Boston players were actually complaining. Like they were like, "Well, we, why don't we have water runners? Oh, what's going on? Oh my God!" I'm like, oh, it's not the same, you know, playing 91 degrees outside in humidity. Welcome to Columbus. I mean, rally, you know, full squads. So we kicked, we kicked their ass, um, got some redemption. I played well, um, and uh, to the point where Clyde even acknowledged that I played well. Uh, I was very proud of myself. I actually played more than what I thought I was going to because I, you know, starting off on the bench. Uh, We ended up playing 16 on 16 as opposed to full 18. I still don't understand who makes that decision and why because, you know, Boston, when we went up to Boston, uh, they were reluctant to give us players. They gave us one old guy who really wasn't helping much. And we had to borrow players from other teams just to, you know, make up a roster. Um, And this time, you know, they brought 19. I don't see why... We could have not done 18 on 18 and had them just have one sub just to, you know, demoralize them too. You know, kind of pay back, you know, for what they did. I mean, but we got redemption, whatever. It is what it is, um, you know. And then Baltimore, Washington beat New York, which I wasn't, you know, thinking that would happen. And so then our next game against Baltimore, Washington would basically decide uh, the tournament. Now... Going into it, I was kind of, you know, surprised and upset that uh, the preview, and I don't know who in the USAFL does the previews, but they they had a preview for the tournament, and it was mainly focused on the fact that, you know, Austin lost the Central Regional Tournament to Dallas, so if New York won, they were going to probably jump them, and it's kind of, you know, insulting in a way, a little slap on the face that you would just assume that New York's going to win, and New York lost to Baltimore, Washington. Apparently, it is known that New York and Boston doesn't travel well. Baltimore, Washington, you know, had a decent squad. They had no slouches. Uh, we are no, no no pushovers. So, you know, to just assume New York was going to trounce everybody, you know, it's kind of kind of harsh. Um, we played very well against Baltimore, Washington. Um, stuck it to them. Now, unfortunately, Stork and Ramo, like two of our key players, suffered knee injuries early on. And even with that, we rallied and fought very hard to a point where at halftime, we were tied. So, uh, you know, that was good. But then in the second half, you know, we, it was, you know, they had a number 11, number 16, some Aussies just, if they caught anything beyond the halfway mark, they would just kick holes. And it, it proved to be too much. But we definitely rallied, uh, 
kudos to Clyde and, and Thornberry for stepping up at the ruck because, I mean, Stork was our only tall guy. Um, so once he went down, we, we had they had a tall guy uh, about 6'5", and Thornberry and Clyde, you know, would rock against him and did pretty well. And we ended up losing, but, you know, it was a moral victory overall. Um, and then we played New York, and same thing, we hung with New York. And and only ended up losing by a couple goals, two or three goals there. Uh, we we were tied going late into the second half. So we ended up the day one and one and two. Um, I think I played well. Uh, I was very happy with our performances, and um, you know, but you know, going one and two, you kind of were expected to do better, you know. So it's kind of disappointing in a way. Um, you know, we wanted to win, and I actually do believe that if we had Stork and, and Ramo, and well, Robin and and Chad got tweaked their tweaked their ankles too. But uh, you know, later on in, in in the New York game, but I mean, I actually believe if we had you know Stork and Ramo for both those games, Baltimore and New York, we we probably would have won those games, at least you know, Baltimore and and possibly won the tournament. So. Um, you know, it's um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we got back to the hotel. Um, I actually had to pick up uh, Megan and Polly from the hospital because I was the only one who had room in the car because uh, she got concussed in the girls' game. Uh, they only lost by a few points too against New York. So um, kudos to the Jillaroos. Uh But Megan got concussed, so I had to go pick her up and bring her back to you know Polly's car, and then got to the hotel. They wouldn't give me a key to the hotel, and you know, because apparently they had Aaron as the registered person in the room. So I had to wait for Aaron to get out of the shower and get my key, and then I showered and we got ready. And then we went to the social. Uh, didn't do a boat race, but the girls apparently did one against. I, I mean, I'm not entirely sure against who, but they won. Obviously, you know, uh, Jackson the Jills, uh, best at the bar and on the field. Um. It was Eric's first game. Uh, he's one of the newer guys, and he played very well. Got some uh, votes for best on ground. Uh, Thornberry ended up winning best on ground, and he he played very very well. Uh, I don't know what we would have done without, without Thornberry. Uh, one of our Aussies, but yeah, we had, we had a, a strong squad, and and it just shows that we can hang with anyone. Just like last year in the, in the Central Regional Tournament when we, we hung with Denver and Dallas. I mean, we, we can play Division One. Our main main issue is traveling. We don't always have 18s. But, you know, I mean, that's where, you know, we got to get better at. And um, so basically the main thing, you know, after... Um, it is all said and done is that you know we we probably could have won but it's like disappointing um and then oh and then i found out that i forgot my id at the hotel where i almost stayed at the days in and so when we were out and about i didn't even realize i didn't have my id until we tried to get into another bar and i couldn't get in and so i went back and my night was cut short uh about 11 30 i was back in the hotel room um kind of the, you know exclamation point on the whole weekend you know uh and, and, you know, and it, it kind of happens that way. I, I am a firm believer of, of the quicksand effect, which is, you know, it's called quicksand because that, just like quicksand, no matter how much you fight to, like, 
get out of the funk, you know, the more you struggle, the more issues arise and you just, uh, you know, get stuck in that, in that, uh, in those bad situations. Um, you know, first, first, you know, got getting ditched and the weather, then, you know, um, the injuries and then, uh, the ID and so overall, uh, not a very good weekend for the mechs. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, and I'm looking forward to the next home games against, uh, Baltimore, Washington, Chicago. Uh, hopefully I make the starting team and I can get, we can get some kind of redemption on, uh, um, Baltimore, Washington. Uh, also hopefully the, uh, MRI for Stork's knee, um, ends up being, you know, you know, good, good news. So that he doesn't have to miss much time off, especially with the IC coming up. Um, him and Clyde are going to go to Australia to represent uh, the U.S. So obviously we don't want uh, Stork to miss out on that. That'd be kind of disappointing. So you try and you try and uh, you try, you try and you try to get out of, of these funks. Uh, and uh, no matter what, um, you know, just like quicksand, you just keep uh, running into issues and sinking uh, deeper and deeper until you're like, you can't breathe and you're stuck in the quicksand. You know, it's a metaphor for, you know, things going back in, bad in sports. Uh, so, you know, it, it happens. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, all we could do is keep trucking along. Um, the Baltimore-Washington game is on July 8th. Um... I'll, I mean, there's a few practices before that, so we got practice uh, this upcoming, you know, Tuesday and Thursday, and then July 4th falls on a Tuesday, so I'm not sure if we actually have practice on that day. I mean, I'm hoping, I'm guessing yes, but I'm not sure. Might be uh, low numbers, but, um, you know, no big deal, and um, I'll be there. Um, and on uh, Thursday uh, before the game, uh, be there too. Uh, might have some people come watch me since you know it's it's a home game, uh, and then against Chicago I usually play. Sometimes you know if there's too many people, we we give the other team some players. We'll just have to see how Chicago and Baltimore Washington travel uh, going forward, uh, heading into those. Uh, but you know, um, we'll just you know I can only you know can only get better myself. And, you know, Thornberry mentioned at the tournament that, you know, I kind of stutter when I go to the ball. So I get, I guess my main focus, my main focuses are mainly catching. I got to be better, cleaner catches, um, you know, put the hands up. Um, if I don't catch it, well, whatever, but at least instead of chest marking it, just putting my hands up there. Um, obviously my handballs need a lot of work and, um, as Stormy was saying, you know, going to, going to the ball, like just trying to get there first and and not hesitating to get there. Um, it's always been an issue of mine because I, I'm not a big fan of getting tackled, and um, I kind of do hesitate. And I, and I told him I try, but but you know, obviously not not um, not as much. And you know, um, I think I'm at the point where. In order to get better at that, I need to I need to play more against um, better teams to try and uh, and improve those skills. Obviously, you know there's only so much you can do at practice uh, because you know 
we're not going out there to kill each other, basically. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll we'll see, we'll see, and we'll keep improving. I actually think I, I I improve a lot watching videos and then practicing with the ball I I, I got at home, and you know, just the marathons keep me keep me in shape. Um, I still don't know what this pain is on the bottom of my left foot. It only gets it only happens when I wear cleats and play Aussie. Um, it, I don't get it after a marathon, and I'm not sure why it's only on the left foot. Um, I may make an appointment with my doctor, just check it out. But I mean, the pain goes away, so it's not like it's always there. And it only happens when I wear cleats. I thought it was the um, older cleats that I got because uh, playing Australian football, you go through cleats quite faster than soccer. So instead of buying you uh, new cleats every time, uh, like last year, I went through two, three pairs of cleats. So I remember I had some old old pair of cleats in, in the basement. And so I went through my old soccer cleats and I found some that I that I had. Um, and I just started wearing those. You know, they were still good. And But, you know, a f- couple months of practice and, you know, some of the cleats are falling off. So, I mean, you definitely wear out cleats faster playing Australian football. Um, so for, for the tournament, I, I wore my my newest black pair um they're, they're getting a hole in them on one side so i may have to buy new ones uh probably spend uh my next paycheck on that um definitely not as flashy with the cleats as i was playing soccer because with playing soccer i was always wanting to be flashy and wear um flashy cleats uh, i do the same thing with my running shoes i always get flashy colors um but but not with aussie cleats because you know I mean, I go through them so quickly. I mean, I'm not spending 300 bucks per pair of cleat. So I usually buy 20, 40 bucks full old school cleats and, you know, buy a bunch of them at, at once and go, and go from there. Um, but I do wear my gloves and my sleeves. Um, a lot of people always ask why I do that. And it's not to be cocky or flashy. Like, I, I mean, I enjoy being flashy, but... I sweat a lot. I mean, I don't sweat as much as Dean does. And, I mean, Dean, I don't know why you don't wear sleeves. But um, I sweat profusely. And the more I sweat, well, I need to wipe the sweat off my face because then it gets in my eyes and I can't really uh, see. And, you know, especially, you know, East Regional Tournament, it was like 91, 96 degrees outside and humid, 95% humidity. It's terrible. So, you know, I wear the sleeves for that purpose. I actually started wearing sleeves in volleyball uh, back in high school because I used to wear those tennis wristbands. But, I, again, wiping the sweat off and sweating a lot, I would not uh, have enough surface to cover it. Like, they eventually would get wet and it w- they weren't working. So then when, I, when they first came out with Under Armour, first came out with sleeves, I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a good idea because it covers more of a surface. And I, you know, I only wear the, you know... I only wear the ones that go from my, my wrist to my elbow. Um, even though, you know, there's a lot more... Over the years, it's gotten to be a lot more uh, patterns and colors. Mainly because, you know, basketball players wear them sometimes. And runners, so some of them go past the elbow now. But I feel like sometimes they, they're a little too tight on the biceps. So I kind of get a smaller size or just roll them down and just keep them, you know, wrist to elbow. Uh, but that's why, if anybody wonders, that's why I wear sleeves. Um, the reason I wear the gloves, actually, and I think I'm, I, I believe I covered it in the podcast in one of the Clyde specials. I wear 
sleeves. I mean, I wear gloves because uh, when I started playing footy, um, at the Park of Roses, I remember one time Clyde literally yelled at me for dropping the ball and said if I kept dropping the ball, I would um, have to run laps. And I nobody likes running laps, obviously. Um, so I got gloves because receiver gloves, you know, the ball sticks. Um, and I have, I don't have as big of hands as, you know, Stork or anybody else, Chad, uh, or, or footy. So I get gloves and, and I think it helps. Like sometimes, uh, it does help against Boston, for example. Um, I had a mark and if I didn't have the gloves on, um, the ball would have bounced further away from my hand when I initially tapped it to myself, I could, I may have not caught the ball. Now, mind you, you know, I stuck my hands out kind of like Stork likes to teach me and that contributed to eventually coming down with the ball. By the way, I got punched in the face in that play. So, I mean, I guess the guy was trying to punch the ball out, hit me in the face and I couldn't see out of one eye and I kind of caught it uh, as I went down and uh, it was a, it was a nice mark. You know, I, I was proud of myself you know finally catching a ball um i can't remember stoke scored on the play because i i remember hearing him say muddy and then kicking it to him and just thinking you know fuck don't fuck up this kick and so i i'm pretty sure i kicked it a little bit behind so it might it may have not been the perfect kick stork sorry um but you know working on it but overall it was a um you know good experience um you know, fun times, I guess, um, playing with the team, um, and, uh, we'll, we'll see what the, what the next, uh, games, you know, bring, uh, definitely against Baltimore, Washington, and, uh, Chicago, since they're home games, I'm guessing the, uh, starting lineup for the boat race teams will definitely be the present, and, uh, we'll definitely challenge them to boat races, and, uh, actually, um, dominate. I don't think I actually don't think we've ever lost a boat race with the entire starting lineup there. Um, we rarely lose boat races to begin with, um, but I do believe that it it will be my first time doing boat race this year with a full team because I remember I, uh, Toronto I wasn't there. Uh, I was running the race a race in Salt Lake City, uh, Boston I had to do Vermont so I wasn't there either. Uh, so I do believe, uh, and we didn't do one in the East Regional Tournament, uh, and we were missing Big Footy, so we would have to re- would have had to replace someone, uh, either use Ariel or Courtney. Um, it's very intimidating when the other team sees you use one of your Jillaroos to like, you know, um, basically, you know, beat the shit out of them at chugging beer. Uh, but, uh, it is definitely possible that, you know, the full lineups will be there and, um, we'll see how that goes. Oh, um, this was actually for Joel's first game as a married guy. He was making his debut of the season, um, played well. Uh, like I said, Eric, the new guy played very well. Um, Clyde and Thornbury, obviously, uh, Dean, I thought played very well too. Um, our defense was solid, um, you know, and, um, very, very well-rounded, uh, 
There was a play against Boston where Clyde had a very, very nice goal. Um, I couldn't remember, um, you know, how, you know, what, how he, how he goes about, you know, um, turning the corner before he kicks. And so I was calling for the ball, but then he was going fast towards me and I tried to shepherd, but I, um, couldn't do it right and then I was kind of getting in his way so I just got out of the way and he ended up kicking the goal and it was a, it was a pretty sweet goal and he did this little the little gallop he does when he scores a goal awesome um so um uh, but yeah and uh like I said redemption against Boston like if we if you were if you're listening and you were at the Boston game winning against Boston was you know a very 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 good experience like we needed that, and hopefully we can get redemption when we play Baltimore, Washington this 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 upcoming uh, July eighth, and uh, see if we get, get some uh, home crowd, home spectators uh, to play. And hopefully we don't play at McCoy Park. I'm not a big fan of McCoy Park. Like it's just not even. Um, I mean, I hope we play somewhere else. I believe um, Thornberry mentioned that we were doing the five k challenge. Um, so that's probably coming up here in the next couple weeks, uh, leading up to that tournament. I got to get my 5k time, uh, down. Winner gets free beers at the bar, I guess. Um, not big drinkers before. So, I mean, I don't want to get sloshed. So, I mean, it's not really, uh, a win, I guess, in my book. But hey, uh, you know, the spirit of competition, uh, always, always a good thing. Um, but that is basically the East Regional Tournament, uh, Australian Football, uh, Columbus Jackaroos Report, uh, brought to you by Mexi. Um, more victory, more victory. Uh, could have won the tournament if players weren't injured, but, you know, it is what it is. We can't really, uh, control that. Uh, Boston, uh, Boston, you know, we, we won that. Uh, Baltimore, Washington was more physical and, you know... Some collisions happened and let the injuries, and it is what it is. Well, anyways, I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. It is uh, a shorter one because, well, that's it was just specific to cover the East Regional Tournament. Like I said, uh, I will discuss in a future podcast, you know, why Mexico got ditched and what happened there and uh, other uh, issues in Mexico's love life. Also, uh, stay tuned for the one with... Um, guests Ryan and Aaron uh, because we were rooming together at the tournament uh, we covered uh, you know footy and also marathons and other stuff um, on the show so um, that is always you know entertaining speaking of which I recently and, and I'll end on this note I recently <laughs> looked at the stats for the month of June and you know, I, I, I Snapchatted this to, like, some of the guys on the team. It's funny how you uh, claim, Clyde, to not listen to the podcast, but you are the fourth most avid listener in the month of June. And I recently saw that you listened to a few episodes uh, while driving. So, you know, it's, it's kind of heart- heartwarming that, you know, I can catch you in these lies and it actually turns out that you do enjoy listening to the podcast um as mentioned in the Clyde specials I believe um 
but uh, one of the most avid listeners of the most avid listener of the month of June, some dude I don't even know who he is. Um, and also, I did notice that we have officially cracked uh, 20 countries. Uh, the Mexi Man Matters podcast is in 20 countries. It is actually on Google too. I actually Googled it and it pops up. You have to put Mexi Man Matters in one word, but you know, it shows up on Google. Nice. Thank you, iTunes. Well, anyway, so that is it for the episode. Like I said, uh, check us out on SoundCloud. Supermix is the channel. Uh, Google us, you know, as you can see. Uh, iTunes, Snapchat, Supermax, YouTube channel, Supermax. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, Alex Ferrari. Twitter, Super Asshole Max. Um, right now on Facebook, I actually put up a suggestion for um, upcoming topics for the podcast it could very well be you know crazy x stories three um or the time mexi teabagged is good for Kato. that is always a fun story um other options are there or you know you can make a suggestion too so put it on facebook um or if you have my number and want to just text me and do that you can too um but yeah that is it for now um like i said um you know, hit me up. If not, I uh, hope you enjoy the podcast and uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good one. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>